Okay. All right, number one. Moving on to number one. You already know who my number one is. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> and only television show that matters. I cannot give a higher recommendation. I urge anyone with two functioning eyes and two functioning ears to watch this show. Or if you just had one of each, that's still good enough, you know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, so Legend of the Galactic Heroes is the epic story of uh, it's hard to hard to push it down into just a couple of sentences, but it is the the epic story of two young genius military generals, Reinhard and Yang, on opposing sides of a galactic kind of continuous warfare between two large states, the Empire and the Free Planets Alliance. Now, the Free Planets Alliance were separatists from the Empire. They didn't like the uh, authoritarian, kind of vaguely fascist rule of the Empire. So they strung off into deep space to found their own country. And in the end, they created kind of an equal, equally sized intergalactic or not intergalactic but like many planets type um, country nation free planets alliance and they are just locked in this you know 500 plus years ongoing continuous warfare with the empire as they try to liberate the citizens of the empire from the fascist rule and the empire tries to Redominate their the rebel citizens of the alliance. Now, the Reinhard is a up and coming kind of from the lower strungs of nobility, yet through his merits and through some familial connect connections, he is vaulting ahead in social standing. He's a military genius. And he is ready to lead the Empire to victory, but he also feels that the Empire has got it all wrong. He sees the, the corruption of the Empire and the way the nobles have oppressed the common man for too long. And Reinhard is very much a, a man of the people. He's a champion of the people, and he wants to gain control so that he can reform the empire to be less slanted towards the nobles and more slanted towards the people. He wants to be a benevolent dictator. His counterpart is Yang from the Free Planets Alliance. Yang, also a military genius, he is quickly gaining ranks and, and making you know big leaps ahead in career and in social standing on the merits of his you know amazing military victories uh but yang also sees the corruption of the democratic free planets alliance he also sees how those in power are even if they're democratically elected they are all corrupt and they only care about themselves and they don't care about anything beyond maintaining their power and winning the next re-election and how they can utilize the system 
to their own ends and to their own benefits at the expense of the common person. And Yang also is very much, you know, he's a champion of the people and he speaks truth to power. And we see these two guys and their assorted friend groups and, and entourages and people that, you know, the complex web of people that support them and people that uh, hate them and actively work against them. And yeah, they go through this, this very long-winded and epic story spanning 110 episodes and bajillions of characters. And they have this very intricate and nuanced, both political and military uh, kind of swing and sway of, of the war and the political situation and rebellions and, you know, power and also philosophy. There's a lot of discussion about, you know, what it means to have a benevolent dictatorship in the face of a corrupt uh, democracy. And yeah, the show is so thoroughly thematically deep and engaging. I cannot get enough of it. I have spent the last, I spent like a long time getting through the entire franchise, which is like 170 episodes and two movies. And I cannot stop thinking about this thing on a daily basis. It is so fucking good. There's so much to say about it. It is a show that starts strong. It never lets up. It is beautifully constructed. It, you could watch it. I feel like anybody that likes to think critically about television could watch this and feel like this is so interesting. There's so much to say about it. You can talk about it with all your friends and family, anybody who's willing to watch it. There's so much to be said about all the characters, about the themes, uh, you know, the, it is incredibly deep in a way that is rare, not just in anime, but I, I think in media in general. Uh, and I think it is, yeah, it's one of the all time greats. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can say that I've watched part of this show, and it put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it put me to sleep a lot, and it wasn't always the best time to watch it. I would come home, and, you know, I'd come home and try to watch it after work, and like you were saying, there's so many characters, there's a lot of names that you don't have to necessarily remember, but they will come back later on in the story and you're like, okay, you reference this character. And if you are not fully, you know, focused on the show, you, you have to go back, you have to backtrack basically. And I'm, okay, I, I'm totally fine with that. And actually when I started watching this show, I think I had, I don't know, I don't know if I recommended it to you. I'm yes, you were the one that recommended it to it. me. You were like, oh, I'm watching this show, Legends okay. of the Galactic Heroes. It seems really cool. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll yeah. start watching it. And before I knew it, I was like, this is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. And you had passed mm -hmm. me. I was going to say, Dan probably passed you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had I had gotten maybe like 10 or 15 episodes in. And then I was like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm still into this. And then Dan was like, yeah, I'm like, 40 episodes <laughs> in. It's <laughs> like, God damn it, Dan. <laughs> um, he has great anime about, watching skills. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it takes, I think it definitely takes a certain intellect to watch this show. And I, it's not for everyone. If you like sci, I think hard sci-fi anime, hard sci-fi fiction. And this is based off of a science fiction novel. Yeah, series. other other reviewers have related it to Babylon 5, which I grew up watching mm-hmm. with my parents, and I am a huge diehard fan of, over Star Trek even. Ooh. And the Foundation trilogy, which were some of the earlier books that I read when I was like in middle school or elementary school, I was a really big fan of those too. So it was like, man, this this is right up my alley. This is the kind of stuff that I'm into. Just to say, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people sitting in a room talking to each other, and the background music makes it seem way more dramatic than <laughs> their their actual volume of their discussion. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's worth it. The payoff, though, I have to say, is worth it. Like if you can get through some of those episodes where they're just talking and there's, oh, I think we're going to, we're going to, you know, attack this planet or this, this ship. And the whole episode is dedicated to like one strategic move. Yeah. If you can get past that strategic episode, it pays off, you know, an episode later. Well, and and I'll also say that I think this show has arguably the best ending in anime. Like the last episode, especially ties up every plot point in a way that is satisfying and conclusive gives everybody a specific ending that is satisfying and conclusive. And yeah, the final, like the final scene also references the first episode in a way that really drives home the theme of, you know, this is history and history repeats itself and human existence is a ongoing cycle and that, you know, we are forever interlocked in this, you know, wheel of, of time and, and wheel of, um, you know, of, of life that we can't break out of, that we never break out of. Now it's, it's, there's two versions of this show, right? There's the eighties. Yes. Series. And they just redid it. They just re Yeah, I, it. I forgot that existed, to be honest. Well, when I'm I was making this list. things. I forgot <laughs> about that. Don't watch that one. Watch the original. It's all up on YouTube. So anybody can watch it. Yeah. Don't watch. Don't even bother with the new one until you've seen the original and feel like you're such a huge mega fan of the original that you just want to watch everything relating to this story and these characters, which is why I watched yeah. the new one. But for those who don't like the old anime style, that sound, that seem, may seem a little outdated. Timeless. And maybe, the, well, yes. All right, time, okay. Choose my words correctly. <laughs> the uh, the new one might, might fit, uh, you know, might make it a little easier for some people to, to digest initially yeah i strongly i I strongly disparaged the new one and i'll tell you why i think the new one the new one is very much focused on these two main characters yang and reinhard and 
I think it loses not only its plot complexity, you know, it, it like loses a lot of content because in the original, they really flesh out this huge amassment of characters and they do a lot of even, even like one shot stories of like, you know, just, just the, the grunt soldiers, you know, the, the, uh, the average no-name soldier or the farmer that gets caught up in, in this military conflict or this random politician that gets stuck in, uh, you know, stuck in a hard place because of the war. And the original does just has this fully immersive world that is built up. And the new one doesn't have any of that because it is solely focused on these two characters and how all the side characters relate to these two characters. So I think it loses a lot there. And I think because of that, it loses so much thematic depth. You know, like the new version does a good job of conveying the main storyline. But, you know, where where is the question about, you know, corrupt democracy versus benevolent dictatorship? Or where is where is the discussion of, you know, what it, what it means to have pride and, and what it means to be friends, you know, like the original has so many deep questions that it just dives headfirst into. I mean, you'll have a 20 minute episode of two characters sitting around debating the merits of a benevolent dictatorship. The new one would never do something like that. Hmm. Did you watch the show? I did not. Um, uh, could you could i no yes <laughs> not at all uh, not at all <laughs> there's i'm i'm not i'm not yeah. politically based at all like i don't i can't i can't um uh relate to anything like that it's hard to accept like that reality of wanting to have your have your cake and eat it at the same time. Like you want to have an anime series that takes you out of reality, right? And you want something that's entertaining and like kind of just disappear for a while. But the show does a little bit of both. It's like, you can see all of these things happening and you're like, man, this is totally real. This could happen in reality, even though it's science fiction and you know they're flying around in spaceships. Uh, it kind of... Yeah, but... Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch CNN or like C-SPAN? Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when we were discussing this, Jeff. When it was the uh, episode where Jessica Edwards leads the anti-war protest, and then the they get into a scuffle with the police that turns into like the police massacring all these civilians, which leads to more anti-war protests, and the government is like clamps down with this like emergency act to enforce. Uh, you know, enforce their own lockdown and send the National Guard and the military out to oppress the people for the sake of keeping keeping the peace and, and keeping order. And yeah, you and I were like, damn, dude, like, didn't we literally just live through that a few years ago in Baltimore? And like, uh, it really is a very accurate and poignant portrayal of yeah, the, the modern world that we live in and, and politics in general. So if you want that in your in your anime, then this show is for you. Absolutely. 
but if you want like yeah if you want escapism like to full extent then maybe uh baki's for you or <laughs> onasuba you know, yeah onasuba <laughs> yeah yeah and like the comedy uh, as we comedy at all as we discussed that uh my list with the exception of attack on titan is all in my opinion very realistic shows and very grounded shows and yeah that was kind of my sense that like if you're stuck in lockdown and you wanted to watch something with a bunch of your random friends or family then you would want to watch something that is not so far-fetched that they would that people would immediately dismiss it you know and i feel mm-hmm. like legend you know even if it's a sci-fi show i mean most all these show or i guess not all of them but like legends of the galactic heroes could be told in a live action version and be equally great you know nana Mm -hmm. also has nana has a live action adaptation that is totally reasonable and respectable oh it is so good but the second one isn't but i love both of them yeah and yeah, Monster almost had a live action adaptation, which would have been fucking great, I imagine. You know, and and I don't think I think people are very quick to dismiss anything being animated as being like, oh, it's too childish, or oh, it's you know, like this is just like some dumb bullshit. It's so unrealistic, you know, and and it's too you know this or that. And that, that's really just people's preconceptions because they think that anime is cartoons rather than just being its own form of media, period. And I think each of these shows is a strong contender against that mindset that like there ain't nothing far-fetched or out of control about these particular shows. You know, they are very real and very grounded. They're very emotionally real and philosophically real. And yeah, I think that's part of what makes them so great. All right. Um, and my number one is a show that Amelia has er, introduced me to a couple of like, I guess a year ago now. Um, and that is Demon Hell Slayer. Hell yeah, Oh my God. I still got to watch it. <laughs> the youtube video of some guy playing that song on piano in the live setting like like you know the subway station of new york he's just playing it live and after by the end of the song there's 30 people gathered around him so good anyway um yeah this show is is um ranks pretty high on my list in general if i had to do a list from last year the show would be up there uh it made me feel something that I hadn't felt for a while watching anime from Mm. back in just when I was growing up and that sort of this is something in the genre that of anime that that is unparalleled or like unrivaled um I don't know it just sort of fits the zeitgeist of like the shonen anime and the um um so basically the series is about a boy Tanjiro. Um, his family is murdered by demons, and his sister 
Nezuko survives along with him. Um, and his sister is also bitten by one of the demons. Um, I don't know if he's bitten. Is, it, is, he, is, he, is she bitten yeah. or scratched? Well, she's attacked. Um, they don't say she's if she's like bitten or scratched, but there's just a lot of blood everywhere. Correct. Okay. And so she becomes heart demon and is able to more or less control her demonic side. Uh, so she can kind of go revert back to human and then demon. Um, and I don't know enough about the story in general if that changes later on. I haven't gone past the actual anime. It is. They, they do but treat it as an, an anomaly. Like, that's not something that it is. happens. And that's sort of similar to Kabaneri. Um, you, know, you know, the main character is tapped. And Bitten by that song. Yeah, and has the abilities of mm-hmm. both. And like he's still conscious, but can can use those powers. Um, so in the in the in the beginning of the series, after this happens, they run into uh, the Demon Slayer Corps, and their their organization that is dedicated to killing the demons in the series and to protect the the human race. And the main character Tanjiro meets um, another uh, Demon Slayer Corpse samurai, or I guess we can call him a samurai. And he it leads him on his journey to learn to be a Demon Slayer um, and become a Demon Slayer. Uh, what, what, what would you call him? Like a, there's different levels and tiers? Yeah, it's, I guess it's just like, a, like any kind of martial arts you get the higher your skill, the higher the level you are in the, the corporation or whatever in the group, and then you have more powers. You take on like higher, um, higher ranking like demons and stuff like that. It's kind of like ninja, like yeah. Naruto. Like if you the more powerful you are, the you know not actually. But. Yeah. So along the way, he meets uh, a couple characters. In those case, one he's got a warthog face, um, which is a mask essentially. I just don't understand how he fights with that thing on his face. Uh, there's Zenitsu. Um, he's loud and annoying. Um, and each of these characters has different elements they can use in their fighting ability, uh, like water and electricity. Um, and so basically, yeah, it's this journey to set off to cure his sister's um, demon side and to bring her back to being human again. Um, and that's basically the gist of the story. Um, it won uh, some festival awards last year, like Best Anime Film, uh, Tokyo Anime Film Festival. And there is a movie coming out in October that's supposed to continue the oh, series. Oh, bitch, we see in that. We yeah, see in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm we see in that. that. We see in that. Um, but with that said, besides the story, the uh, the artwork and the animation. Uh, some of the best I've seen in a long time. Just I, it, for for whatever reason, every shot in this series, every shot in the in this anime is just feels like a painting, or it could be could be screen caps and used. You know, you could hang that shit up on your wall and framed. You know what I mean? Um, I know what you mean because I have one wall yeah. scroll. Oh yeah, there's no inconsistencies that I can 
that I can find. And um, my background is actually the uh, heart Hashira. Is it? Yeah. I love her. Anyway, I'm talking about episode uh, like anime series that make you want to rewatch episodes for their thematic like goodness. Episode 19 of Demon Slayer, I rewatched like three and four times. Like it it takes a turning point and really just plunges you right into the feels. And that's the thing. It's it's all about feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And the music he, uh, that goes along with it. He overcomes so many obstacles throughout his entire journey of trying to find a cure for Nezuko that like you don't expect a character to be able to do and he doesn't he doesn't do it well. He's fail he fails a lot. But it's that it's that failing that makes him better that makes him makes you like him more like makes you want to root for him more and those small instances where um, he he like triumphs in either battle or like in figuring out the next step like really make you fall in love with the series like that's like what the series is about is like him overcoming obstacles that you didn't think he could. Yeah, he's not, he's a very likable character, wouldn't you say? Oh, so likable. My God, poor baby. I just want to like cuddle him <laughs> to death. I want to cuddle him till I murder him. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> Stephen, Stephen calls this the bondage anime. <laughs> oh, because, <laughs> because of the piece, the, the mouthpiece in the box that she's put in. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard people say that too. Like, what are you I watching? Like, why, are you, why does that girl have a bondage thing in her mouth? I have to advocate for the anime like uh, on a daily basis <laughs> if I talk about it. <laughs> but it's so good. There's, yeah, she has it for a reason though. Mm-hmm. It's not just arbitrary. yeah. Well, and it's set it's set in historical Japan. They don't say exactly what times, but um, the atmosphere is so like it's like a different time zone it takes you to a completely different place that's like that i don't know because i don't live in japan i haven't you know like i feel like if you have that like historical route in japan like you would probably think of it more as like a history kind of thing but the sci-fi element is like what really brings the series together because it's mixing both worlds at the same time you know there's like demons and uh like monsters and you know you have to slay these like crazy beasts out in the forest but there's also like a, a like homely or like very like warm feeling that you get when you're not in battle because of the setting that it's in because of like the time period that it's set in something more i would say more fantasy oh is it fantasy so when I think fantasy, I feel like I think like knights and swords and horses. So I, I don't, I don't say fantasy. What I, what are demons? Well, still fantasy. Well, I'm thinking still of, fantasy? yeah, but I'm thinking of the like the the element base part of the water. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, like the the fact that you can use water. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I guess just that that part of it. The only thing I I didn't like about Demon Slayer is Nezuko turning tiny. Everyone, I feel like, loves Tiny Nezuko, but I do not like Tiny Nezuko. 
Like, she's already cute on her own. She doesn't need to be any smaller. <laughs> it was really cute when it happened. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. But then, like, now there's, like, figures of yeah. her and tiny form, and, like, people are, like, make, I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, the whole point is that she, so she could fit in this box, right? And her brother carries her around. Um, her sister falls asleep, basically. She has to recharge. So they carry, they enable, enable to carry her around the, this world. She's carried in a box, mm-hmm. and she's heavy, right? So let's make her smaller. Does she, she just randomly become smaller? Well, she it's like it's like part of her demon power. Okay. So like right. she can grow, she can get really really big, and then also extremely small. It feels like it feels like um like vampirism a little bit because she can't be out during the day. Um, she right. mm-hmm. and the thing about this the sleeping is she normally demons need to eat humans but because nesico is part demon and part human she sleeps to recharge so sometimes she's asleep for like a year at a time yeah yeah i think i watched this in about two three days oh my god it's so good yeah it's it's definitely bingeable like you could it's very bingeable when you stop when you start watching it you don't want to stop watching it like i watched it as it was airing and it was extremely hard i was thinking about demon slayer the entire time i was like oh my god when the next time when's the next episode i need it i need it um i think it's also airing on cartoon network i believe which i think is why it's blown up the way it has yeah because it's got a bigger audience when i was watching it when it was airing I saw maybe one cosplay at the convention I went to. I forget. I think it was, I think it was anime ex, um, anime expo, I think. And then mm-hmm. an anime expo is a pretty big convention. So I assumed a lot of people would be cosplaying demon slayer. Um, and then there wasn't too many, maybe two. And then at Otakon, I saw like, you know, 10 people. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like everyone's cool. Look at all these demon slayer fans. I love demon slayer too. And then I went to anime NYC and there were full blown like cosplay groups, cosplaying every single character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you can, mm-hmm. you, you can't go. It's like the, my hero um, of like cosplay groups, like everyone cosplays it now, yeah. which is fun. Like I'm not like, only get that test playing it but like it was crazy to see like the the amount of people and just like how sh- a short amount of time like took a liking and then got a cosplay for it yeah so we gotta do a cosplay hell group. yeah <laughs> i gotta watch the show first dan can be nezuko yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm ready to get in the box <laughs> Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna carry me around on your back right Amelia? <laughs> well you gotta get you gotta like shrink like three or four times yeah. smaller <laughs> <laughs> gotta get your demon powers yeah get me to chibi dan <laughs> chibi dan oh all right okay oh hey my turn my number one i saved i feel like one. the best for last at least of my list i saved the best for last um okay so my number one pick is noragami it's kind of kind of similar to demon slayer actually Uh, i've never even heard of this one um it's uh 25 episodes and i'm not sure if it is continuing or not i don't know 
Um, but you can watch it on Hulu and Funimation. Those are the two that they're streaming on. And it's about Yato, a, um, a, a minor god, a minor deity. And he is a self-proclaimed delivery god who will do whatever you need for a five yen coin. So basically, if you have a five yen coin and you wish for something to happen, um, like people are picking on you or, you know, you need your windows done, whatever it is, he'll do it. And um, he dreams of having millions of worshipers one day, despite, despite not having a shrine um, and basically being homeless right now. <laughs> because of his uselessness, um, his, rep- his weapon partner, which is called a regalia, um, deserts him. And Yato finds himself wandering around like a stray cat, but also looking for a stray cat named Malord. Um, Yato almost gets hit by a bus trying to save this cat um, to get his five yen coin and is pushed out of the way by a girl passing by named Hiori. And Hiori, um, after they've fallen and um, she's scolding him for being careless and almost dying, Um, But when she looks back, her friends are screaming for her as she lays on the ground in front of this bus. So she's having like an out-of-body experience. She's talking to Yato on the sidewalk as if she's not dead. And then her body is like laying in the middle of the street and her friends are screaming. Um, But she awakens in the hospital. um, But because of that instance, now she loses um, her body uh, sometimes. Like she'll just wander her soul will wander off and her body will be like left there playing um and hiori and yato's world start to intertwine more and more because of that situation she wants yato to figure out a way to put her body and her soul back together because right now they're they're like conflicting um and she pays him a pretty large advance to do this um, but he doesn't make any promises. And because of that, she keeps helping him do the tasks that he's like called upon to do, um, which another task is to find um, a new regalia for him because basically uh, a god without a regalia in this world um, is unarmed and could be killed at any moment or taken away. And um, so he needs a regalia. So um, Hiori tries to help him find one and then also tries to help them like mesh because the regalia that he does find is also downtrodden like he is and he's got to figure out a way for them to mesh because he can't be without a regalia anymore. Um, And then the story continues to be this various like people are calling on him to do stuff and the, um, the obstacles that they have to overcome keep becoming bigger and bigger. Mm. yeah her um her so all the regalias have like a specific thing that they uh that they personify like the one that left him is like a a knife that he stabs into um these like what's it it's these like monsters that are like they're just like creations of like evil thoughts Mm. they're not like stemmed in reality um he mm. there's like um a sieve and each like god has their own regalia and most of the gods that you meet in this that yato knows they all have a shrine and he like crashes at their shrine because he's like this like dumb god that like can't do better for himself it's a studio bonus yes. 
Oh, okay. And have you guys have you guys um seen Beyond the Boundary? No, no it's kind of a similar to that one. This girl is from like a a, a famous clan that wields blood as weapons, and she's got to like defeat monsters, but also go to school. Okay, uh, somehow that name sounds really familiar to me, but I, maybe I don't know it. Yeah, Kyokai no Kanada is the Beyond the Boundary. Hmm. I'd watch it. So what, the uh, the show that we're talking about is up on Hulu right now. Yep. Yep, you can watch all of it. Two seasons. So what's the draw in this one? Like, what's what pulled you in? Um, well... Yato's like this like goofy dude who uh you over time like kind of feel for because of like the past he has like this uh he's all he always like has a a situation that happens to him that he doesn't take very well um and he overcomes it and then you like like him a little bit more because you're like oh you you know you're not just like some like goofy dude who doesn't know what to do with his life you know, you have like a reason for why you've been scorned and, you know, and then you meet a, a lot of the, it's a, it's quirky, but also um, there's a lot of like battle scenes. It's kind of like not as serious as Tokyo Ghoul, but there's like, you know, things like there's yeah. like similar elements to Tokyo Ghoul. It's going on my anime list. <laughs> He's like uh, the man, like Yato is like the comic relief in the show. Are the um, have you watched the OAB? I have not. I've only seen the series. The, um, Other directional things. Person's done. Director. Cool. Anything right. on note? Um, yeah, he's um, he's done storyboards for ninety one days. He's worked mm. on uh, Bacano. Mm. Eureka Seven. Personal favorite. <laughs> uh Yorkie Seven would be a bingeable show. Yeah. I had thought about that. Um Space Dandy. Oh. And sort of in a line. Oh, I thought you meant like state space dandy would be like a bingeable show. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, no, that shouldn't go on yeah. anyways. <laughs> I still need to watch Space Dandy. I am not a fan. Um, all right. Long conversation today. Yeah. Yeah. We did That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine doing 10, your best 10? No. I oh mean, I could. I have my, I have my, my, I have my <laughs> top 10 decade list like right here in uh, front of me. We could do it. I think we'd have to just be more be, what you, what, focused yeah. on like a small description and then maybe like spend five minutes on each, 10 minutes on each. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. I like but how I, different everyone's lists are. Yeah. I, well, yeah. and I, I, I agree. It is very interesting. And I, I do think it speaks like, I feel like, looking at these lists you could kind of figure us out individually mm -hmm. you know like what were our respective tastes and and interests yeah i'm very escapist when it comes to anime like i want to be put into a different world 
and I was thinking like uh, for quarantine, like there, you, I could have just named all the isekais, but I wanted to like have animes that you could, that are like the worlds are kind of completely different mm. because okay. what I'm lacking, I know what I'm no, I'm lacking now in quarantine is like a variety. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing every single day. And if I use anime to escape, I need, I need all of my animes to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I definitely think I'm going to check out Cabinary though. That yeah. Sounds, I would watch that. That sounds definitely like something I would like. Well, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, do we want to all watch Cabinary and talk about that next episode? Or do we all want to hate watch the new ghost in the shell and Ooh. talk about that? Mm. Ooh. That's tough. Cause I think, I want to do both. <laughs> okay, I mean, we I'm could, gonna pick we could one, do, Jeffrey. Yeah, we could. I mean, we could do both over two episodes, but should really just choose one. And um, the Ghost in the Shell seems topical. I think I want to hate on something really badly. So okay, so we'll all watch. And I'm not even gonna say that it's bad. I can say it's bad because I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're kind of I mean, finished it. But there's equally as much to discuss if it's secretly really great, you know. So that's true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can we can burst everyone's bubble and like prove everyone wrong. Maybe this is the greatest gifts. Maybe series it's the best one yet that ever yeah. existed. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see. Thanks for sticking it out. I know it's been a long journey through our binge-worthy anime list. I really hope you find something that captures your attention and makes things a little bit more bearable during these times of adversity. If you like or hated something we recommended, please let us know by visiting us at www.otakuhostclub.com and email us at otakuhostpodcast at gmail.com Be well out there and stay safe.